Welcome back to the Stadium Journey Podcast, and thanks for joining us this evening. Check out our website, stadiumjourney.com, to get all your sports travel information. We've got reviews of 2,500, more than 2,500 stadiums, ballparks, racetracks, gyms, backyards. Racetracks, huh? We do have racetracks, yeah. From all around the world, and we are more than just that awesome website. You You can connect with us on our social media channels find us at stadium journey now the stadium journey podcast audio versions just uh wherever you look for your favorite podcast type in h-i-a-c radio h-i-a-c talk radio network wherever you look for your favorite podcast we'll be there if you want to watch the video simulcast of the podcast go to stadium journey's youtube page they're all there and if you want to be part of our studio audience we record live every other tuesday night at seven eastern give or take at danlaw.tv. All right, we got the gang all here tonight. Let me introduce them all real quick. Dave Cotney's here. Follow him online at Profan9. Mark Viquez is with us. Find him at Ballpark Hunter. The above average comedian, Dan Calachico's here. You can follow him at Danlaw83, unless you're like me and I'm muting him for the next two weeks on social media because, uh, you know, because, you know, the Sixers and Celtics are matched up. No, I, I kid, I kid. And I am Paul Baker. You can follow me at PuckmanRI. And tonight we're going to tackle one of my uh, favorite formats that we do from time to time here on the podcast, our rankings list. And the subject tonight is the arenas of the National Hockey League. So I think uh, we tr- we are putting out rankings of the NBA and the NHL in the next com- couple of weeks. We chose NHL because I think we're a little more well-versed in our travels with the NHL. I know, Dave, you're pretty close to finishing the whole league, right? 26. 26 out of 32. Not bad, Mark. How about you? How many have you been to? Carl, that's a good question. <laughs> As you can I see, Mark has once again done his homework. No, I, I thought we were talking about... Um... He wrote it in the messenger yesterday, (laughs) in order. (laughs) What did you think we were talking about, Mark? Because we can, you know, we can do both. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we can switch. I thought we were having a conversation about um, the visually impaired at games. I thought that was... Oh, that's two weeks from now. That's two weeks now. Okay. All right. That's fine. I mean, I can talk about them. We can uh, have, have, yeah, Prudential Center and... Mark doesn't know where he's been. Mark doesn't know where he is. So uh, Mark doesn't go out... I've been to about 12 of them. Dan, I bet you've been to a few yourself, haven't you? Or just one? Get, get out of here. Um, active or in general? Active. Well, we're, we're going to talk active ones today. Okay. Yeah, we talked um, about old ones. I, okay. I can bump my number up one, a little bit. Two, seven. All right. See, so we, we, uh, we got them all. We got most of them covered. I figure out of the 32 different arenas, we can cover. Six. Six. Uh, seven is... Uh, I haven't been to the rock because I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Figure we can cover probably a good. I mean, they are playing episode. hockey there for another round of playoffs. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Get comfy. You're right. not winning a cup this year. All right. Here's a quick question before we start, guys. Maybe what would you rather have your team do in not, a game seven? Blow it not, with a minute left or just get shut out and not show up? Oh, I, I go with. Um, this is where I step I out. I go with so get like, shut out. I'd go You'd with rather get just shut get out. shut out and be able to check out like, early, like the four or nothing, yeah, because then you're then you're done at yeah, you're then you're done out. after the first or second or whatever, and you're like, uh, as opposed <laughs> to like sitting on the edge of your and seat getting your heart broken, heartache yeah. at the end there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I go back and forth on which one I'd rather see, but you make a strong point. I don't know. What feels worse right now to you? <laughs> Who would I rather be, a Bruins fan or a Rangers fan? I don't want to be either. I'd rather be a Bruins fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would rather put up with the Bruins were upset. I mean, that's ridiculous. I, yeah, I but was... hold on. Wait. On. This, the, and, and Paul, I'm actually in your favor here. This whole thing, yes, it sucks. Um, maybe it's a little embarrassing. I wouldn't know anything about embarrassing hockey teams now. Um, that was for you, Mark. Um, but in the grand, in your favor, Mark, in, in the grand scheme of things, Boston's been pretty freaking successful in hockey in general in sports, but in hockey and 20, uh, 2011, you had the cup after another uh, a pretty embarrassing turnaround by the Flyers. And the very, and I jokingly said to Kelly, they, when they lost, I said, they're winning the cup next year, right? Is that what's going to happen? Um, because last time this happened, you immediately rebounded and yeah. won the damn cup. So, I, and I wasn't sitting there going, "Who the feels sorry for Boston?" But I was like, "I have they're they're pre- they're okay. They're going to be okay. They'll be okay. They're not going to be yeah. crazy." crazy you, had pay, you had Is the Patriots, a... you had the Celtics, and the Bruins. I think you're doing and 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 if you want to just squeeze a little extra in there, the Pride have been doing. Eh, you know, I'm <laughs> just saying. Oh my God, the PHF silly season. We're not going to get into that because I go start going for the whole show. Is it? <laughs> Is it really were the were the Bruins really upset because now in, I'm pretty damn upset. Well, I know you're upset, but in each well, of the four, in each of the four major sports, the team that has the best record in history in the regular season did not win yeah. the championship. And hey, the president's trophy curse. I don't want to call it a curse because it hasn't been around that long, but yeah, for I one, mean it's twenty a curse, years. Man. 20 Ten years. years now. Twenty is it twenty years now? Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe you can't call it a curse. Really? I thought it was around longer than that. No, 20 no, no, years since the last since... president's trophy oh. winner won the whole thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sometimes chasing um, that record wears you out for the playoffs. And they threw everything at it. They weren't hiding it. And I don't mean like dirty or anything going on like that. That team threw everything at getting that record and getting that trophy just to do that. Yeah, but how uh, far was – who was the – Second best record this year. How far are they behind in the league? Yeah. The the Bruins clinched the best record with like three weeks left in the season. Yeah, Uh-oh. so I mean that would I mean that was dominant. That's like if the ninety six Bulls, you know, went seventy two and ten and didn't. Well, when Golden State Warriors went, what what did they go seventy two and nine or something crazy I mean, like that? And yeah, seventy three. Seventy three and nine. They lost the Cavs. Yeah, and the Cavs lost the championship. They didn't get knocked. At least out. they made the championship. Yeah, they didn't the championship, which they still get mocked for. At least they won three. Or hey, the Patriots went seventeen and zero and yeah. lost in the Super Bowl. And you know it, it happens to all of them. I said this. I said this to you, Paul. The thing is that with the President's Trophy winner, is they go through the entire season. With no adversity, right? So somebody punches so, them in the mouth, and they don't. Yeah, know how suddenly to you lose two yeah. games, and it's like, wow, what do we do? We haven't had to deal with this before. I will tell you who I really felt bad for: Bergeron. That is a bummer because didn't he sign like a year contract for this year? Him and Krejci both came back on team friendly contracts for one last run, and Bergeron That's actually. It. 
herniated his disc in game number 82. Oh, shit. And he, that's why he missed most of the first round. I didn't know that. Game 82 was in Montreal, so he was playing his a little backstory. Oh. We're going to get way off topic here, boys. This is going to be a five-hour show. No, 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 um, no, no. I game 82 was against Montreal. Bergeron is a Quebec kid. That His dad is really sick, battling cancer. So his dad was at the game. He was thinking, this might be my last regular season game. I want to play in front of my dad. What happens? He herniates his disc. Oh, God. I didn't know that. So that's, anyway, I felt bad for him as it is. So thanks. Um, oh, my God. When they were doing the handshake line and Krejci and Bergeron, I think I posted that one online because I took a picture of my television. When they were I, just standing off to the side, hugging each other and crying, I was like, it's over. And I, and I hate you guys. And I felt bad. <laughs> like, I, I hate you. But I was like, oh, that is that is emotional. That sucks. Hey, guess um, who's going to be the next Bruins captain? Pasta. The licky guy? Brad Marchand is going to be the next captain. Is he going to lick everybody uh, who votes for him? Or? He's going to lick me. How many years does he have back left? He's 34, so not many. All right. Hey, at least you got pasta. Anyway, do it. Let's get on with the show. 32. Number wait, 32. On. Wait, 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 wait. That's what you get for trying to sign Mitch Miller. Moving on. <laughs> Karma. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to go from uh, worst to first on our Stadium Journeys rankings by our fanfare score. If any of you have not been to the website and don't, wanna, don't know what our fanfare score is, how the heck did you define this podcast? But thank you. Uh, fanfare, we rate every venue based on food, atmosphere, surrounding neighborhood, Fans, access, return on investment, and then there's an extra category for stuff that just doesn't fit in any of the other ones. So each one's graded one to five, so a perfect score for a venue would be a five. Perfectly bad score would be a zero. What's the lowest score we've ever given out? I think like a 1.4. But I digress. Well, we, did, of- we, we did have that one from Afghanistan, which didn't have a a, a, a number. It was yeah, just, we didn't give it a score. Don't come to Afghanistan. Yeah, we didn't give it a score. <laughs> So uh, none of these venues are going to rank very low. They're all very well. So let's start off at number 32, which is probably not going to be a surprise to anybody. The Phoenix Coyotes, the oh. Mullet Arena, their temporary home for the next couple of seasons. Not an NHL arena. Move on. Doesn't count. Yeah, there you go. Now, why did that rank so low, Dave? You looked at it real quick. You said the uh, the prices. Ticket prices are crazy. The ticket pre- Well, because there's only about 5,000 seats. So the, right. the ticket prices are really high. All right. So let's let's move on. Yeah, and in a couple of years they're they're building a brand spanking new arena, and uh, we'll have to uh, reevaluate, right? We'll see. All right. So coming, it. yeah. What? Huh? Okay. Coming in at number thirty-one. I don't know any of the corporate names of these. I gotta. <laughs> I've got to switch things around here. It's the Ottawa Senators. Okay, Tire Center. Thank you. Yeah, it's you. uh, it's barely in Ottawa. It's way out. It's way away from downtown. It's probably. Also, the arena uh, that has the shortest lifespan going forward between this one and Calgary and and Arizona, uh, because they've got land approved. And hey, man, they're just in the news that Snoop Dogg wants a piece of the Senators. I saw that. I was like, go, go. Brian Reynolds. I've heard. Yeah, the new thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not terrible, terrible, but it's it doesn't. It doesn't get any of the the great neighborhood score that you would get in Ottawa because it's nowhere near anything. Yeah, that, I know every broadcast I see from Ottawa, they mention way it's way the heck out there. 
you know, when I was there in 1996, I, I, I saw a roller hockey game, Roller Hockey International, and uh, some guy was telling me, you know, they even have a road out here. They had to build a road to <laughs> the interstate out to this arena because it felt like we were eons away. But we were young kids. We didn't know better. We didn't know about these downtown stadiums that were taking taking the world by storm. Uh, I remember at the time, I thought it was a great looking venue. And it kind of pairs up with, you know, maybe the Philadelphia's or the Montreal's at the time. But I think a lot of those venues are in much better locations. And Philadelphia, I know, and, and I don't know about the other ones, have been heavily renovated. I don't know if Ottawa has been heavily renovated in the last 26 Is years. it one of those things they're fishing for a new arena, so they kind of just let it slide a little bit? Well, I mean, there's a lot going on there. The owner died, and they're, and they're going through a sale. Um, of course, they came through bankruptcy. The, the, the location was the original owner got a, got a deal on land out there, and, you know, it, it, build, yeah. building an arena in, in Canada is not the same as building the arena in the States. So, Especially Atlanta. Yeah, it's it's not like the government's tripping over you to to give you money. Uh, to, no, to build no, you're absolutely right. So you you build where you can afford to build, and yeah, and the, and the big kerfuffle was is that they ended up having to pay for their own on ramp because oh, the, the highway was right there, so they had to pay for their own on ramp to get. Uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. That's hasn't number... hasn't aged well. Number thirty one. Yeah. My, no, my I... friend Rakesh will be really upset because you know. He's an Ottawa guy, and but they're—I think you'll understand—they're pretty yeah. close to the bottom. You're an Ottawa yeah. fan, you understand. Kind of like I was a Met fan. Shea Stadium was a dump for many years, so. Ooh, Shea Stadium, man! I got only place where you can be closer to the airplanes than the field. Yeah. All right, coming in at thirty. Here's our first shocker of the list: Little Caesars Arena, Detroit Red Wings. That's way, way undervalued. I think. Who reviewed that? I'm not. We're not going to do that because we got yelled at one time for doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I. I actually, I, to, to, I I'd never been to Arizona. Step back. I had Ottawa at 24 of my uh, of 26 for me. Uh, Detroit, I have seven. Right, it's the 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 Little Caesar Arena is. It, it's just such a atmosphere wise. It's just leaps and bounds mm. from where Joe Lewis Arena was. I've actually been there, so I can, yeah, I can agree with you. I think uh, a big negative about the Detroit venue is the price. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the neighborhood. I don't know. I was there oh. the first season of it, so I don't know if the neighborhood surrounding has improved. I, no, the neighborhood not. has improved uh, because a lot of people, when we think of Detroit, especially of a certain age. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't finished. Well, yeah. it's it's on the edge, right? So yeah. Right now, because it's on the it's on the opposite side of the Fisher Freeway that everything else is, and if you keep going past that, I mean you're 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 pretty residential. You're not, you know, but, you're but not into on game day. You know where everybody is heading to. They're heading yeah. towards, you know, yeah. Uh, there's like a big square in front of the stadium or or a big area, and there's some bars and restaurants there. Uh, I can tell you what it's like for a Tigers game. I would assume it's probably a lot more livelier for Red Wing Red Wings game, especially when they're winning. Well, and and the thing is, is that the the Wings are are that much more removed than than the mm -hmm. Tigers are, right? So that that highway is a pretty big divide. So it's not it's it's not in as good a location as like Ford Field, Comerica Park, where it's kind of surrounding 
those mm-hmm. things, it's it's like right on the edge. It's adjacent. It's neighborhood adjacent. <laughs> but inside, it's inside. It's one of the more technologically advanced arenas and uh, great visuals and technology. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I really enjoyed my time there. Well, I'm looking at prices. I mean, if we compared all, if we compared the the cheapest ticket or the average price with other NHL arenas, would Detroit rank higher in costs, or would it be average? You know, those are things I kind of wonder. You know, I would say in general, I found that NHL, the NHL, is more expensive. Always has been as a comparable yeah. to like the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it's less expensive than football, but more expensive than oh yeah it's easier to compare it to basketball and i always found basketball games are a little cheaper than hockey games i don't know why yeah. but i said bulls games when i was up there it's like good lord 50 bucks the tuesday night game Blazers. my wife likes to tell me it's not 1990 anymore you know i think it is the arena looks like it's 1990 but i guess we'll talk about that <laughs> all right so let's move on to number 29 which would be san jose the That's SAP right. Center. Amazing review that was. Oof. It was very long. Whoever wrote that genius. <laughs> uh, it's it. I it's okay. I I kind of liked it. Uh, I think. I think I, I I told my my story about um, not being able to see there, uh, and thankfully they fixed that. Uh, but it's it's it feels a little dated that one. Um, not. I mean, it's not in a spectacular spectacular neighborhood. I'm, you know, San Jose. Like, it's in that you, you, San Jose. You, like, essentially, you're thinking the Bay Area, right? So, at one point, it was, you know, we were really talking about three major cities, soon to be two, right? Because we're not going to talk about Oakland for anything anymore. Um, so, essentially, like, if you compare it to San Francisco, you know, it's it's a far cry from San Francisco. But I mean that's the Bay Area hockey team, so uh, you know it's okay. Uh, they got uh, the big the big shark head thing that comes down, um, so that's kind of neat. I, I've got it at nineteen for me. Mark, you said you'd been there. No, I haven't, unfortunately. Okay, all right. So that makes it easy to move on to number twenty eight, which would be Dave. I believe this is yours too, Dallas Stars. It is not mine, actually. Oh, okay. But you have been there recently. Uh, but I was there very recently. I actually have that one way higher. I have that at number six. Huh. Maybe because just the fans surprised me about how into how into hockey they were. Um, I, I'm a sucker for a, a good original goal song. And the stars have an original goal song. And, uh, and it's like a – it fits. It's like – you know, it's kind of heavy metal, I guess. I I always felt that when I went to Dallas, I'd be hearing a lot of country music, and that wasn't like that at all. Um, American Airlines Arena. Is it Arena or Center? I think it's Arena. Center. So uh, American Airlines Center. Uh, really huge, huge uh, exterior uh, is, is really nice. They got, like, the Victory Square. Um big statue of Dirk Nowitzki, which has nothing to do with hockey there. Uh, but no, I, I, I really like that. I, I found that really surprising. We had a great time at the stars. So I have it way higher. I have it at six. Hmm. Uh, 
So at number 27, speaking of venues that used to be ranked a lot higher, this for a long time was our number one for years and years, and that's uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. Uh, number f- they, did they get a five for neighborhood? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Dep- uh, depends when our reviewer went out there because yeah. <laughs> there's no, nobody well, around. I think that, that one – the old one was was a local, yeah. Uh, I have this a lot higher, and mainly because and, and my own personal rankings aren't aren't fanfare rankings, right? The metric can... may the metric like uh like we were saying, a downtown arena is going to have a better surrounding neighborhood, yeah. So it's going to skew a little higher than a suburban neighborhood. So yeah. our, our yeah. part of this is a function of our metric, yeah. And and our and and I think we all do this, like the metrics for us are all equal. So food is equal to atmosphere is equal to neighborhood, but I don't know about you guys, but some of the things are way more important to me than others. So, uh, you know, atmosphere, way more important fan participation, way more important. So Winnipeg, I have at like nine, uh, mainly because this is the best attended team in the league. It is, it is sold out for years. Now, does it compare, you know, with like Chicago or whatever? Well, no, because it's like fifteen thousand as opposed to twenty-two thousand or whatever the the United Center holds. Uh, but amazing, amazing support there. Uh, right into it, the, the whiteout. The whiteout was created in Winnipeg. Yeah. So intimidating. Let's all wear white. And it's going to die in Arizona. No, nah, Winnipeg took it back. <laughs> good 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 and they've got the coolest celebrity fan ever because chris jericho is from uh from winnipeg and he's a huge winnipeg jets fan cool. his all dad right. was a hockey player actually all right yeah, Ted Irvine. Yep. yeah i know yep. who his played, dad is thank you very much play for the rangers chris jericho's um, dad ted irvine in the vancouver yeah. play his name I is know. chris Ir- his chris his name is chris irvine i never know that yeah, yeah, he made an appearance on Thunder once in '98 when uh, Jericho was doing his whiny crybaby kind of gimmick, and he's hey, man, you did a conspiracy, and his dad came out, cut a horrible promo, but uh, but Tony grabs the mic, and goes, "That's Ted Ted Irvine," and he just reams Chris on the mic, and <laughs> even stole his line where he goes, "And if you don't shape up, Chris, you will never, ever." <laughs> I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, a nice, uh... great. And if you're listening, go to the Talk Is Jericho podcast where he had his dad on and talked about hockey in those days in his career. It's great, great podcast. I think I have a Ted Irvine autograph puck in my collection. It was an original <laughs> L.A. King back in '67. Ted was, yeah, played for Boston for one game. Sixty. 60- <laughs> Before didn't return back until '67. Yeah, for the days. Those were the days. All right. So up next, number twenty-six, Calgary Flames, the Saddle Dome. Which I, I mean, I've never been in the Saddle Dome, but I think it looked like the old U.S. Air Arena in Landover, Maryland. It uh, did. You are right. It was very similar because I remember when I saw that for the first time and went to a game. I was like, man, this looks like the Saddle Dome. The Pringle. The yeah, Pringle. Really. Yeah, like a giant Pringle chip. I like the I like the exterior of the Saddle Dome. Uh, 
Not so much the interior. Yeah, no, not as much, not as much. Mm-hmm. I always thought, it, and and it's one of those funny ones where it's you know it's got the big uh, wings or whatever high at one end. So you'd think that that the the ice follows that, and that the the high points are on the ends. No, it's the other way around. Right, right. That's the way uh, the cap center was too. Some pretty pretty bad pretty bad sight lines in there. Now I will say, um, we had some obstructed views when we were sitting up there, and we were lucky enough. the The flames were terrible that year, and there was a PR lady that came up and and gave us tickets. Uh, we moved us down ten rows from behind the net. We sat in front of Sean Monahan's mom and aunt so uh sean monahan became my kid's favorite um nhl player for a bit <laughs> all right so moving on to uh number 25 we need we need the casey case and background singers number 25 um, there's also another one i think is a lot lower than i would expect and that's uh the wells fargo center in philly home of the oh, flyers yeah. wells fargo before the renovations but there's an amazing obstructed views that just came out on that. You should check it out. Check it out. See what it's like for yourself. Uh, I got 18. I got it at 18. It's I mean, a lot of great things that they've done there since. Uh, I I actually expected the support to be a little better, even despite their poor showing on the ice when I when when I was there. <laughs> Uh, they won that game though that I was at I I can tell you one thing when you see a Phillies game you know I mean I'm sorry Philadelphia Flyers game uh you know make sure you're not wearing the opposite colors you'll you'll get it you're gonna cry about that for 20 years for crying out loud no you won't I've worn Brewers jerseys there and I've been fine Oh, you've been. Oh, well, you act like a, if you don't act like a jerk, you won't get treated like. A I don't act like a jerk in Philadelphia. It's quite possible that Mark might have, may or may not have acted like a devil. I act like a jerk. I had my bed hat on, and that. Uh, oh, you had a Mets hat on. That's helpful. Well, yeah. there might be. Yeah, it might be the New York thing because you know Boston. I think a it's a New York thing. I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If it's a Mets hat, it's on site. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Philly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if I was there with the Winnipeg Jets, I don't think anybody would bother me. But right, yeah, if you show up with a Penguins thing, you might be you might be in for a little hassling. I'm but. just saying, you might have been asking for it. Yeah. So real, real quick, guys, Philly's got all the all the venues all in one spot. You guys a fan of that or no? Hmm. I'm okay with it. It makes I feel like we've had this discussion before. I mean, it's always it's been like that since uh, the late '60s. So I think people yeah. are used to it. I've gotten used to it. Easy to find, easy on, easy off. Uh, there's some entertainment options there now, so it's it's no, a little it hasn't. There isn't there isn't like Philly Live. No, 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 no. The late '60s. No, yeah. Well, no. I guess 1970 is when. No, it was uh, '70. It was well. That's not the, the late Flyers 60s. came in the league in '67, oh. right? Flyers yeah, 67 with the Flyers and the Spectrum uh, was there, so you had two teams, and then you had JFK, which I guess nobody was playing. What there. Two, okay. Oh, yeah, you had the Sixers and the Flyers, and then you 71. had uh, 71, so over 50 years. There you go, not the late 60s. Okay, well, that's two weeks. Next time, you're going to tell me there wasn't a football team in Mexico, like that was last week. You're the only oh. person who knew that one there. You're going well, way, <laughs> way back. Hey, I'll take hey. it. In Terre Haute in 1987, a football team, a minor league football team, played a doubleheader, which for most people is probably the only time that's ever happened. And There's I your... might even remember to post this podcast this week. 
Tissue Obscura. <laughs> you imagine right. playing a doubleheader of football. when the, the vet was built. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Can you imagine playing a doubleheader in football? No. No. Okay, like... fired up. Let's All right, go moving on up. up. Moving on up. What, am I moving too slowly for you, Dave? Yep. Okay. Yeah, go slower. Anything to drive him crazy. A Newfoundland time. Okay. Number 24, the Carolina Hurricanes. This is a funny one for me. I've got it. I, I've got it in my basement. I got it at 26. Uh, I will say the last time I went, I was shocked at how loud it was at the fan engagement. Um, it, it's it's a dance. it's a sink or swim place, right? Like it, it there's either nobody there or right. everybody. When, is when there. the team was bad a few years back, there was nobody there, and there was actually real relocation talk. But now that they're good again, that, the place is banged out. So yeah, fickle. Uh, not not a, I don't. I, the building isn't too great for me. Um, one of the things that I hate about it is they have they have all these banners because they share it with North Carolina State, which is interesting in and of itself. Uh, so they have all these banners for the Hurricanes and for NC State, but in most places they're not visible. They're, yeah, it it just uh, I don't know. Do they put them away for the hockey games? No, the they like they're up against kind of a they're up high in the rafters and and you know some of the girders are in the way and whatnot and I, yeah. I know it's a little silly thing, but yeah, it's not my favorite spot. It's another one that's kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? It's got, it's got lots of parking lots around it, right? Yeah, that's right, right off, uh, right Anderson. beside the football stadium for North Carolina State. All right, coming up next, number twenty-three, the Honda Center, the Anaheim. Yeah. Might, don't call them Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. I've been out there. It's um, it's one of these arenas built in nine, I think ninety-three. It opened up. So. Yeah, it looks like a nineties. It looks like a 90, the color, the concourses, um, you know, I don't know how many, how much change has taken place there in a while. Uh, not a terrible location. I think that's another one that's, it's on a bus route, I know, because I took it, I took it from the Anaheim Convention Center, uh, took a bus out there. So it's, uh, it's in a part of Anaheim where it's, has, when it first opened, there wasn't a lot around there. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff around it. So growing community. The big uh, A is right there too. Not yeah, yeah, not far from the ballpark. Yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I, but it didn't jump out at me like, oh my god, what wonderful memories I have. One funny thing about it was it was the coldest concourse I had ever been on. the The rink itself was very temperate, and I was there. We went there in uh, 2020, but right right before everything shut down for the pandemic, and uh, it was very warm. And we were wearing shorts and a hockey jersey, and very comfortable watching the game. We went out to the concourse and it was freezing. Interesting. And if well, I have your... it at twenty-two, I, I, you know, it's it's okay. It... Some of the they got the little duck, the duck things. Whistle, yeah. Uh, it was um... one of the better <laughs> one of the better team stores, right? <laughs> they have the you know a couple of the the, the duck things. Yeah, duck colors or whatever. You know, I was surprised. Things. I figured that the fan base would be like way more into it than they were. Uh, like I, f- I found the Kings to be a, a much more rabid fan base than like the Ducks were. Kind of like they, they felt really kind of stereotypical California, like really laid back and kind of eh, yeah, go team, woohoo. Whereas I the Kings, know. I felt were opposite. They were much more kind of fired up and. 
it was just very weird to be at a hockey game in February with shorts on for me. So. <laughs> yeah, that's SoCal for you. <laughs> All right, so where are we now? Number 22, the Vancouver Canucks. Roger, is it Rogers Center? Rogers Place? It was a GM place when I was there. Oh. Who the heck knows what it is now? Uh, that was another place that reminded me of the Honda Center uh, at the time. You know, it was a nice. Rogers Arena. Rogers Arena. It was it was a nice venue. I had a great time there. Uh, I went there. This how long ago it was the Vancouver Grizzlies? I think played the d- night before, so that that was oh one. Uh, great crowd. I remember the crowd being huge and really into the game compared to the Grizz. Um, wasn't too shocking to me because it was Vancouver. I had fun there. Vancouver is a great city, and it was it was a fun little arena. I don't really remember the area as well as I probably should. Anybody else who's been there recently? Never it's right been. by BC Place. I like so. There's other stuff. It's pretty downtown ish, um, but it's a it's a bucket lister for me. All right, so let's move along to number twenty one, Buffalo Sabers. Hmm. I don't know what it's called nowadays. It Go is on. the Key Bank it, Center. It's not the odd no. <laughs> not the odd. Uh, I got it. I got. I got the Sabres at 16. Um, they, I, I, I feel the Sabres struggle with kind of their identity. I, for a while, they were all into like the, the old school, like the organ and whatnot. And, and I kind of dug that. And now, you know, maybe not so much. Uh, good location, you know, right downtown. Lots of stuff there. You know, take the light rail, the dinosaur barbecue, uh, hit Pearl Street Grill. Uh, the 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 like the building itself it's okay it's kind of uh spaceshipy um i'd like to hear them play saber dance more but you know that's me <laughs> so i kind they're should, pretty pretty middle of the packish they should probably play better then well that's true too they're on the way up <laughs> be interesting to see what they do next year all right coming in at number 20 Hmm, this one's interesting. Vegas Golden Knights. How is that at the... Okay. I'm I'm guessing it might be crazy expensive. Everybody knows who's been out there, loves that place. Yeah, I'm surprised okay. to... I got them at number two. 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 All right, so two. Why, is our, why is our review wrong then, Dave? Why is the review wrong? Uh, Well... Somebody didn't like the camp of the pregame festivities. Uh, they they, they got the they got the food really low, which I I don't know. I can't really say. Um, I mean, for me, I I was. Well, I'm in Vegas. I'm not even at a hockey game. I was shocked at. I was shocked at the production. Uh, they they rewrote the book. Let's be honest. The Vegas Golden Knights rewrote the book on NHL major sport production. And with the the night at Center Ice and the little castle and and they got a little live kind of like forget this hype video stuff. No, they they do it live on the on the ice. Uh, the fan support blew me away. Now this was their first year. This was the year they went to the Stanley Cup. You know, do they have staying power now that they have more competition coming right. in? You know, Raiders coming in. Who knows baseball, basketball? Like they're on their way, uh, but yeah, I 
I was floored. One of my, like one of the greatest experiences that I've had in hockey. So. Yeah. It's one of those places I like to get out to too. It's, you know, I keep hearing great things about it. And and as in terms for food, food at all these arenas are ridiculously overpriced. It's almost, you know, expected. You're going to pay. Hmm. You're going to pay $15 for a beer. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat at the games. I'm not paying 12 bucks for a craft brew beer at, at an arena. And, Sometimes you're seeing this at the at the low level college area, minor league baseball. Uh, I'd, I'd hate to see. I mean, I hate to see when I was in Milwaukee for a Bucks game. I couldn't believe how much they were charging. So, can you imagine these other arenas that I haven't been out to yet? I, I will say, and I don't think I'm breaking confidence here or anything like that. But I did have a conversation with the person who reviewed it, and he did say that maybe he was a little too hard on them. Mm. We need to get somebody out there. Well, I mean, you know, in these ratings, I mean, the ratings, the difference between being number 20 and being number 10 is two points on our scale. So all of these venues are packed right close together and they all have very good scores. So it's not like we're trashing somebody. It's just, it's, it's I relative. Want, I don't want the Vegas Gold Knights Booster Club sending us emails with threats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although it's, it is fun to watch the social media comments when we do a rankings list because people get very passionate. People will love the review that's written, and then we put the rankings together. And they're like, how could you put this one above this one? And <laughs> they complain about the photos. Where, where did you get this photo from? Yeah. All right, so we're at the top 20 now. Maybe we should have just done the top 20. But anyway, number 19, the Florida Panthers. I got them kind of low as well. I got them at 23. Uh, right, let's be honest, the, the attendance in Florida has been, has been pretty – sporadic pretty up and down um neighborhood wise it's i mean it's not awful they're they're right out by the huge giant sawgrass uh outlet mall now um but Miami that is be... one of the cities where the basketball and hockey play in different places right yeah different places different cities <laughs> uh sunrise is not exactly around the corner from from miami so it would be actually it would be perfect for a, a tourist kind of venue because you're going to have a lot of tourists we're heading to that mall uh, to do to do their shopping or whatever, and then and then you play there. Um, the rat thing that was really cool. That was one of the neatest things I saw, and of course they they killed that. Uh, but yeah, it's, no, they didn't. They were throwing them all over the place in the last. Uh, well, I think they it, yeah, they came back. They they did something, but yeah, Gary Bettman didn't like that. I I still remember that oh. Stanley Cup final when. Uh, when Colorado was was playing in Florida and Patrick Waugh hiding in the net while the all these rats are flying down, it was pretty awesome. I think they do it like at the end of the game, you get to throw the rats or something like that. Yeah, which would make more sense than during the game. Okay, up next at number eighteen, the New Jersey Devils, the Rock. Oh, that should be that should be higher, but I get. I, I would say so too. Having just been there. No, I, I I love this arena. It's there. It's the Devils. I love the food options. I love how you can go to Newark and walk around and be safe. I love the the, the beer garden that you can go to uh, before the game. I know Dinosaur Barbecue is gone. I think it's like a hot Nashville chicken place now. Yes, me. yes, it is. Uh, you know, you know Newark for somebody from New Jersey. You know, still has a stigma, stigma of danger, and you know that's based off the rights and in the late sixties. So, you know, if you have a chance to go to Newark and spend some time, 
Uh, it's a lot better than what the heck was there before. But yeah, it's a great arena. I mean, I'm I'm going to sound like a homer, but I love it there. You know, it's 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 a. I wish I can get there more often uh, when I go home and visit, but it's been a while. So I I enjoy it immensely. I love the uh, the facade on the outside, the exterior, and it's uh, it's a it's when the when they're, the team that is all that never open. The mall, well, that's over in East Rutherford. But when the team is actually doing well, like they oh are, yeah. It's exciting. When the team stinks, it could be a dirge. So that's probably my only negative is that the fan base, uh, I wish they would pack that a little more often than they do. Yeah, I got it at 20. Um, I like, I I think it's one of the most attractive buildings on the outside. Uh, Inside, super clean. Uh, Attendance kind of soft for my my taste. Yeah, that would definitely be a down point. Yeah, I agree. I was there just this year, and it was banged out. So, like anything, depends on the day of the week. Pretty loud there the other day. (laughs) Yeah, for the playoff series, it was pretty much fifty-fifty split. They were saying between uh, Devils and Rangers fans. I would say seventy-thirty. Seventy-thirty. Still kind of embarrassing. We just passed Florida. Do you hear what Florida was doing for their next round? Just freaking for the yuppies. Okay, go ahead. Banning Canadians. Banning Canadians. Banning tickets. They don't belong here anyway. Good. Uh, all right, so where are we? Number seventeen all on right. the list. I'll, I'll, I'll tell Carter Hart, come on back home. <laughs> the devil's don't. Dan doesn't want you down in his country. <laughs> I don't want him wasting his time on that team anyway. Banning anybody that you know wears an opposite color of the team. I don't want yeah. him wasting his time on that team anyway. What's he going to do? Win nothing. Speaking of winning, well, no, this team has won some stuff. The LA Kings at number seventeen. In the Crypto dot com arena. Staples Center. <laughs> I cannot get you. I got the Kings at some... 14. Uh, not my most favorite place. Uh, I would say probably one of the worst food experiences I've had in a in an arena. It was like I didn't find the food good at all. I think we had McDonald's in there. That's how bad it was. Um, but I, I was really McDonald's. surprised at how, how into it the fans were. I was expecting, like I said, I was expecting Anaheim to be a lot more lively. And L.A. to be a lot more what downplayed. But no, the Kings. I, I went to a, a Kings, Clippers, and Lakers game all within like about four days. And the Kings was by far the most fun. I did the same thing, but my timing was bad because I happened to hit L.A. the day, the day of Kobe Bryant's death. So uh, we went to the Kings game. That Well, no, that night was supposed to be, I think, a... Uh, a Lakers game and that got postponed the next night was the Kings and it was yeah it was like a week in there though so I can't really judge what the atmosphere is usually like there um to me another another 90s style arena and too many statues all in one place they could have put them all the way around the outside they stuck them all in one spot yeah it feels well, like a lot like... of those a lot of those arenas in the mid to late 90s all Kind of share a similar design. Well, we're going to hit a few of them here right now. <laughs> so at number 16, you got, uh, it's now called Ball Arena, Colorado Avalanche. Bucket there. list. Never been there? No. I've been to Denver, but that I was been, my COVID trip. I've been wow. to the arena. There was no game going on. I went to the, the gift, gift shop, which was highly disappointing. and. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, you know, I, when I was out of Denver, I think I missed the ball. The, I think it was the Pepsi Arena. At the yeah, time. it was Pepsi Center or Pepsi Arena. 
Yeah. I, I remember I went into Mile High and hung around. I, of course, I went to Coors yeah. Field. I went to the soccer stadium. I just didn't go to the arena, which is odd. You think I would have made a venture in there, but no, didn't do it. It looked nice enough, but I can't really comment on it. All right. Wow, there's one that we've all missed. That might be the only one so far. Oh, so number 15. This this one I can't really talk about. I don't know anything about it. The TD Garden, Boston Bruins. Right in the middle of the pack where it belongs. So I got them at number 12. Uh I think I was it's it's been a while, but I think I was a little disappointed. I thought I thought that the Celtics game was a little bit more rowdier than the Bruins game was. It is generally which really surprised me. I think they are generally. Um, but I think that's more of the, the production more so than the fans. But yeah, I mean another nineties style arena. There's really nothing incredibly special or unique about it. It's solid place, middle of the pack. It's right where it needs to be. It's better than the previous, correct? Would you agree with that? Oh, the garden, the old garden was a dump. Yeah. A lot like of people wax a lot of people wax poetic about the garden. I hated the garden. It's like people talk about the spectrum. That was a dump. It, the spectrum was also a dump. Yeah. Yes. It was a goddamn dump. I once got up and lost a shoe because it stuck to the floor at the spectrum. It probably wasn't clean since the night the Flyers won the second cup. I did get to jump over the boards at an REM concert at the spectrum once, though, so I got to kind of live a dream. Yeah, that'll do it. And I went and I punched my friend. I was like, I had to. You mosh it? How hard do you... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, no. Well, maybe. I was I was like 20, 21 at the time, so maybe I was moshing. You were moshing at an REM concert? It's the end of the world. I don't I, think... I, you I can't fine. mosh during that song. No, I felt awesome. fine, Dan. What can I say? Stand. He was moshing during Stand. It was the one the one I love when I was moshing. Shiny happy people. He was moshing. Yeah, I was going to say, he was moshing during Shiny, shiny Happy People. <laughs> Orange Crush. Got my spine. Oh, well, REM music going on here. Wow. All right. This is turning into the REM podcast. It's the All greatest right. hits of REM. I was moshing during the record collection. The number 14 arena, Minnesota 14. Wild. Oh. I got Minnesota at 15. In the Target Center, but not, not their arena. It's, uh, I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's kind of like the really the first. I've seen the outside of it. The first thing that happened that that opened up St. Paul, like everything was always in Minneapolis, right? Uh, and then when the hockey moved back, well, I guess the the Met Center wasn't that down in that was in uh, Bloomington or something like that, yeah, or whatever. Mall of America but, is. Yeah, but the uh, you know, I it's like I mean, it's nice enough, uh, good energy in that place. Uh, I had I think I said I had fifteen. Um, but yeah, it's it was fun. I can't say that I would hang around uh, that neighborhood though. I'd probably head down to Minneapolis as opposed to hanging out in, in, at that end of St. Paul. So, all right. So up to the next one. Where are we? Number thirteen. I forgot where I was for a second. Number thirteen, St. Louis Blues. This one feels like another, it's up too high. Another mid nineties arena. Good fan base. Can't complain about them. Uh, neighborhood's fine. I believe that was close to, uh, and I don't know if that's even, I think the soccer arena is very close to, the soccer building is close to the arena now, but there was this old um, train station that they turned into, I want to say train station. that they turned Yeah, that's into. where the Hard Rock Cafe was at one, yeah. one point. So when I was there, this was many years ago, 
with us, the next girlfriend. Uh, we checked out a game. <laughs> God damn it. There we go. Yeah, we checked out a game and we walked <sighs> over. And I thought everything was like, I we, we just thought it was a cool little spot. And she she was from outside of Toronto, so she thought it was kind of easy to get around. Yeah, what she looked like? What she looked like? <laughs> around here, I around. I was there in two thousand, so that's how long it's been for yeah, me. Oh, no, me too. It was two thousand. Um, but yeah, I I I mean, I liked it. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I, I, it's it's light rail system the production. The production stuff right there. has got to be different than when I went. They had this guy Towel Man and. Whenever the Blues scored a goal, he would come South down Park. and swing his towel. Everybody go all crazy about that. <laughs> I'd like to go back. I'm thinking. You want to get high? Yeah, I'd like to. I, I yeah, I'd like to go back. It's only four hours. Okay, but when you drive to four hours. you and I will we'll check out a game. We'll make we'll make a, a road trip. All right, coming in next at number twelve, the New York Islanders. Oh, the New. It'd be nice to get out there, but it would be nice. That was one every spare weekend I had. Like, you want to go see the Islanders? No. You want to go see the Islanders? No, I can't. I'm working four games this weekend. You know, just couldn't make it fit. But I'd like to get out there. Too bad. I can tell you what the Coliseum was like. That was a dump. Yeah. Been there a few times. I went to the bar. I I did all their other arenas. I did the Barclay Center. I did the... Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, that happened. Oh, man. I got... I like Detroit. Joe Lewis. Now it's not... All right, so let's move on. Sorry, sorry, Islanders fans. Can't sorry. talk about your place. Uh, at number 11, why well, I feel like I skipped somebody, but I didn't. Number 11, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's that's a cool place, especially you. I'm guessing it's out of the top 10 because of the price. Uh, price, yeah. It's, for the longest time, it was, like, the fan base was was rich. And quiet, and like you could watch hockey night in Canada coming into the second period. You know, Don Cherry's gone. Second period comes, they start playing, and it's like there's nobody there because the first four re- rows of the platinum seats are all empty, right? Because everybody's under, like at the club or whatever. Uh, it's hopping now. I could tell you, like right this very second, there's a packed house plus another like eight thousand out in the square. And are they playing tonight? And they're losing one nothing. Yeah, I, I want both at, teams to lose. I have it at 17. I'm actually kind of partially rooting for Toronto this year because I know what it feels like to go through a long drought. But anyway. No, you don't. <laughs> Look at Dan. He's like. I went through the entire 70s, 80s, and 90s without a championship, man. You went That's from 30 years. 70. Well, no, they, the Celtics won a few in the 80s. So I take that back, walk that back a little bit. No, they won. Yeah, they won three. Yeah, but my point. My so you verified my point more. Uh, Red Sox, man, eighty-six years. Eight in your lifetime, yeah. Oh yeah, my Red God. Sox. Bruins, oh my forty God. years. Patriots, forty years. Well, when the uh, when John Tavares scored the overtime goal to yeah, the Phillies win the series, all of a sudden social media was flooded <laughs> with that old John Tavares picture of him sleeping in his Maple right. Leafs jammies and his Maple Leafs. Sheets and his Maple Leafs comforter. And <laughs> uh, all right. So into the top 10 we go. At number 10, Columbus Blue Jackets, Nationwide Arena. Oh, yeah, Nationwide. On your side. Been there a few times. I like it. It's. I think we could, I think that was one of our higher rated ones for quite some time. Like top three. Not, not a bad seat in the house. Um, 
a nice fan base. People do like hockey out in Columbus. Nice, the arena district. So you have a nationwide, you have the arena, and then a little bit down below, you have the ballpark. And then right next to the ballpark is the soccer restaurant. You got some cool places to hang out before. Uh, I've hung out at some of the bars there, talked hockey with some of the fans. Felt like I was in a city that's had a team for many, many years. So, yeah, it, it's a cool place. And price-wise, kind of affordable. Compared Absolutely. To yeah, no doubt about that. I've been there probably about four times. Oh, wow. And uh, and I really liked it. Uh, the attendance is getting soft. So I've got it at... He's been 11. bad for a while. 11. Yeah, I mean, they deserve a better team. And, and I don't know why, like... 16860 this year. They they just can't seem to string it together. Uh even, you know, even this year like they make some big splash sign and sign in Johnny Johnny Hockey, Hockey. and uh Did you sign with the Devils. Okay. And you know, it's it didn't work out. So Yeah. No. I like the Cannon too. That's He didn't want to sign with the Devils. Yeah. Well, no, he was yeah, he's from South Jersey. I get it. Yeah, yeah, the Cannon's awesome. Uh, I remember the food <laughs> being nice. Yeah, I I had fun there and we have uh, being out here in Indiana, Indianapolis. There are some Blue Jacket fans, so uh, they can act a little snooty when their team is doing. It. Not this year. <laughs> Definitely not this year. Columbus is a cool city to visit. One of those underrated under yeah, the radar it's cities. It's a nice city. Now, one thing I know, and this is the same thing with Nashville, uh, you get a lot of like Pittsburgh fans coming in there to give you a hard time. <laughs> so, well, just just remind people who are Columbus Blue Jackets fans that at least you live in a state where the river didn't catch fire. Yeah. Well, all right. So moving on to the top 10, number nine, Madison Square Garden, New York Rangers. Good, good location. Bad restaurant and a good neighbor. <laughs> uh, I got and, the Rangers. Don't, at, don't at drive there. Five. Yeah, don't drive there. No, no, yeah, I've been there drive. once. We drove there. Oh, my How gosh. Much, how much they charge you? 50. Well, this was, geez. 2007 maybe or something like that and it was 45 bucks yeah wow um, msg the times i've been to games there it's uh wait where where do you park there i, I don't know it's a, There's little, a garage right across it, the street i don't know and i hate to say that because i'm a knicks fan yeah it's a it's in a really awesome neighborhood you know coming from new jersey we just hop on the path and we we get we we're underneath the garden, so it was very easy for us to get to. Uh, and, and I will say that it's the easiest arena I've ever gotten to. It's the what? It's the easiest arena I've ever gotten to. Yeah, easiest arena. Take the train. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, just not flashy like like the other ones, you know. I was well, going to say like that's so what I was trying to get. Celebrity sighting, yes. Ticket prices are high, but it's what's, New York. What's the uh, what what level is the arena floor on like? 18th, 5th. <laughs> there's, there's all these other freaking concert venues there. It's it's kind of it's kind of funky. I mean, it's iconic, right? Like, yeah, it's iconic. You gotta you gotta go at some point in time. Uh, I've never been for basketball. Uh, the the energy that was in there for the Rangers was was solid. Uh, and, and I mean, geez, it's in Manhattan. Like, yeah, does it get much better neighborhood wise? Is that is that possible? So no, no, it's not. Yeah, it's it's a short walk from Times Square and the center of the universe, right? Yeah. Uh, if you ask my wife about Madison Square Garden, she will the first thing out of her mouth is that place stunk, <laughs> as in smelled. <laughs> they had a, a big Reno again. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've done a lot to it, made it a lot more modern. Yeah, it's sure, yeah, yeah, it's iconic. All right, the Rangers, so the Rangers make you forget that uh, that they're owned by the same guy that the, owns the Knicks. Dolan, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how he's such a pain in the butt for the Knicks, but with the Rangers, does he not care about the Rangers? Dolan, I, I, I think he's got people that. I th- he's he's hands off on the Rangers for some reason with the Knicks. I don't know what the story is, but that's something they always talk about on New York radio. It's like why is James Dolan? Well, and, and the 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 alumni are like right in his face. Like you yeah. know, you got Charles, Charles Barkley Oakley. thrown out of there, and oh, Charles Oakley or Charles Oakley. Sorry, yeah, Charles Oakley. Yeah, yeah. I, I read somewhere that he had like he's being sued by a bunch of people or whatever, and he had the. He he looked up all the lawyers, and had them removed from like the circus or something at MSG. They had facial recognition software, and he had these lawyers who were there with like their kids or whatever, and he had them pulled out. I mean that that's insane. How is this even possible? Exactly, it's just he must have a lot of money, a lot of time on his hands. Eat the rich. Yeah, must be nice. The only one thing that they're good for. Well, I mean, the Knicks. Hopefully, hopefully, there's a renaissance coming. I got that. I got yeah, that yeah. one, Stephen Tyler. Thank you. Aerosmith just announced their farewell tour. Farewell oh, tour. Let's see no, if it's actually a farewell tour. <laughs> well, considering that the uh, Joy Kramer won't be joined with the band, and yeah, uh, 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 Mr. Tallarico might be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if they this, make it to the this, end of the tour. This is probably a farewell tour. Might be farewell faster than you think. Yeah, he might not make it to the New Year New Year's Eve Happy... at the Garden is the final final show. Those tickets go on sale Friday. I can only imagine what the tickets are going to go for. Might be going to jail. Yeah. All right. So on to happier subjects. Number eight, Pittsburgh Penguins. I got that one. That one's a little high for me. I got them at thirteen. Um. I mean, it's an interesting enough arena. It's the first one that I ever remember with like the, the kind of digital Hall of Fame kind of thing, like with the big iPads and mm-hmm. you know interactive kind of stuff. Um, all, all the people who say it's the house that Sid built or the house that Crosby built, they don't know anything about the Penguins because it's literally the house that Mario built. Yeah, and he the other one was also the house that Mario built. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, Mario built two houses. <laughs> yeah, the probably the uh, is seven strikeout. I am not editing. There have been five compared to where they were playing before. That was um, the, the new building is what Pittsburgh paint. PPG, PPG. So yeah, compared to where they played before, and that's uh-huh. built <laughs> around the same time. Well, after the Devils Arena, so you have this kind of different vibe than you had from the nineties in construction and style. Uh, I haven't been out there, but looks like a cool spot. Very nice. It'll be interesting to see what they're like once, um, you know, like once Sidney Crosby retires and they didn't make the playoffs this year. Cause they like penguins attendance in the non Mario, non Crosby years. It was at- a- 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 atrocious. It was, it was really bad. So no, uh, that's not true. It'll be. I've been told to that's not true. If they've got a few years that are down again, if that if that place is, you know, empty or yeah, well, they need to, well, Pittsburgh need to be saved yet again. Yeah, 
All right, coming in at number seven, Montreal. No, I got Montreal at number eight. Les habitants. I have recently bumped them way up. Uh, you're right. You're right down, right downtown Montreal. You're two blocks from St. Catherine Street. Uh, you're about five blocks from the old form. If you want to go there, it's still standing. That's, I went and saw Black still, Panther you know, there last time I was there. Fun stuff. Uh, the I would say the loudest. Yes. Fan base. Yep. Uh, you know, they're still 20,000 strong, even though they've been hideous the last couple of years. Uh, there's no, there, there's no fan base that's prouder of their organization. Uh, there's no fan base that's, well, they, I mean, they, they, their arrogance would be right up there probably with Yankee fans, Laker fans. Um, for those of us who understand what they're saying in French, I guess. <laughs> Uh, awesome plaza with all the the statues. Uh, and and it, it's difficult to it's difficult to separate French French Canadian culture from the Montreal Canadiens. It's it's like it's almost impossible. They they're just so interwoven. Uh, it it's it would be the spot on this list that feels like it's in a different country other than the United States or Canada. It's like a whole different kind of cultural experience there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's uh, it's an incredible feeling. I remember going to a game there first when it was at the Forum. It was probably the best experience I ever had in any sporting event. Uh, I felt that kind of tapered off a bit with the Bell Center, but you know, twenty thousand fans screaming and cheering and just so damn proud of this organization. Looking at all those Stanley Cup banners, yeah, it's something that you know everybody should try to see if you you know if you want to see a top five. Top five uh, hockey arenas. I'd probably put it somewhere in that list. Yeah, you're right. They just are... just above it, we got at number six, uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Well, when I was at a Blackhawks game, they weren't really good. So the atmosphere was kind of lukewarm. But <laughs> a few years later, when I started doing Bulls games, everybody was telling me how it's such a different atmosphere. Uh, with uh, when the Blackhawks are playing now, so it's uh, another proud franchise. People love the Blackhawks out in Chicago, and when they were winning cups and had some of the best players out there in the league, uh, there was no other there was no other hotter ticket in town. I believe tickets were among the highest in the league uh, for an arena that uh, you know is is very nondescript. It has that Art Deco feel of the old Chicago Stadium. Uh, there are some nice LED lighting and. They have those giant screens that showcase the history there. Uh, you go there for the atmosphere. You go there for the fans. And, and you definitely went there for the the winning hockey. Uh, I don't know what it's like these days. Uh, team's not as strong as it used to be, but still a, a proud group of uh, fans up there in Chi-Town. Uh, for me, it's the top of the list. It's number really? one. Okay. I can yeah. see that. Uh, maybe it was – I was there on the perfect day yeah. uh, because I was there probably about oh, – Oh five, so they were fresh off Bill Wirtz dying. Yes, I was relatively fresh, and <laughs> and freedom. Yeah, it, well, totally, it was. Yeah, uh, and and Sun Rocky was there, and then it, everything started to change. They they started getting on local television again. They started repairing the uh, the links to the alumni because Bill Wirtz had ostracized. Oh yeah, those guys, crazy. right? Like. 
one of the reasons why there was a WHA was because of Bill Wirtz. Yeah. Because him and Bobby Hall couldn't get along. And Bobby Hall said, forget it. I'm out of here. And would there be, would there have been a WHA without Bobby Hall? I, I would argue probably not. The reason why the Wolves, they put a team in, in uh, Chicago. In so the, IHL. Like, the, hey. day, the day that I went, they brought back Bobby Hall and Stan Makita, drove them out in these Cadillac convertibles on the ice, and the roof blew off that place. I have never heard anything so loud as that in my life. The, uh, the national anthem, you couldn't hear the national anthem. It, it was so loud. Uh, just an amazing, amazing atmosphere. And it was, and, and it's, we're not talking like Winnipeg that had like 15,000 people. Like they had like 22,000, 21,000, 22,000. I think it's, I think it's the biggest arena in the, in the league. Uh, so yeah. And this was pre Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, all those guys. So yeah, it, it was my favorite, uh, you know, probably not the best neighborhood, not the best anything else. But again, it, I mean, for me, it's just like kind of that one experience, uh, atmosphere, the fans just, you yeah, know, that one off and it was, wow. It was, wow. Apparently there's like mass tra- transportation doesn't go out there because of union contracts. That's what everybody says. Uh, I think they built their practice facility nearby, but yeah, you're right. The neighborhood is not, you know, when I go there, sometimes I park uh, uh, on the street and you're like, is it safe? You look around, (laughs) cross your fingers. All right. So now that brings us into the top five and uh, kicking off the top five are the Edmonton Oilers. I've heard great things about this place. It's just shiny and fancy and, spiffy and new so uh it's expensive it's a bucket list for me uh i did go to northlands um you know with the old wayne gretzky statue out front uh it was really loud lots of lots of support but yeah bucket list for me unfortunately yeah me too well maybe one now get back (laughs) i don't know uh, and uh yeah the folks in calgary gotta be kind of pissed because they spent a lot of money to build this place in edmonton and calgary's still sitting there with the, with the saddle dome but i guess yeah, that's well, a function of the local politics well i don't think they're the the latest deal has been brought forward by the province so if anybody's pissed now it's the people in edmonton because the province is going to supposedly drop money into this calgary project where the they didn't do edmonton. didn't drop money into the edmonton project <laughs> It's all about timing, right? All right. So coming in at number four, the Seattle Kraken. Climate Pledge Arena. Or nice things. I mean, I was there to see the Seattle Thunderbirds in 2001 before it was renovated. I think the only thing similar is the roof, I would point. But I can't tell you. I'm sure it's ridiculously awesome to see hockey and have it succeed the way it has been since uh, the Supersonics left town and absolutely team wins its first round. I hated the Kraken name, but yeah, I guess I was wrong. It works. Okay, the jersey. <laughs> that, that's different. a that'd be a good. It's a maybe not a double hitter, but a a two for one. You know, two spots, one trip. That'll really hit my bucket list is to hit 
the Canucks and and the yeah. Kraken. Yeah, that's a good road trip. That's a good reason why they put Seattle in the league. Gave Vancouver a neighbor. Oh, you're absolutely right. You could definitely do yeah, do that one night, do Vancouver the next night because that that'd be that'd be a push to get to those cities. And hey, with the Supersonics coming back, yeah, that'd be official? the place to go. No, it's not official. It's officially unofficial. Official. They pretty much said that the next two teams, one is going to Seattle. I'm back. Seattle and Vegas, I think, and that brings the NBA to 32. Yeah, good. All right, so our our medal winners. All right, bronze taking in the bronze medal, and this. Sorry to whoever did this review. I know who did the review, but sorry, but this one has no business being anywhere in the top three. Never mind the top ten. I wouldn't even put it in the top twenty. Wow, we're talking about the Washington Capitals. <laughs> I got Washington at twenty-one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've right? been there, man. I was there like after the strike, and I know Ovechkin was there at that time. And I think I had a section to myself. Like, it was like a ghost town in there. Now, I I had been since, and it was it was pretty hopping. Uh, pre, it was before they won the Stanley Cup. But, you know, they it was in that run where Ovechkin was really pushing the Caps to, to great things. But it's, I mean, the arena's kind of, it was okay. Um, you know. No, the nineties. The neighborhood's design. not bad, I guess. Uh, it's right by. That's its biggest plus. Is it's be- it's got a great neighborhood around it. We're talking about MSG having a great neighborhood. You know, in DC, you got the Smithsonian, you got the Ford Museum, you got all kinds of historical places. You got great restaurants. You got Chinatown. I'm, I don't I don't know much about the um, about the public transit or anything like that. But uh, subway station right underneath the arena. Well, what we did, I, I wouldn't want to do this, you know at the peak of game time, what we did is we figured out stuff to do around there for that afternoon. So we parked kind of early, did our stuff, the International Spy Museum, which was very fun. It's like the only museum they actually have to pay for in Washington, so that's the one that we picked. <laughs> Tourists. <laughs> and uh, so we did that and went and got something to eat and then went to the game. But I, the, I mean, traffic, traffic in Washington is is probably in the top five worst traffic areas I've ever been in. So, indeed, beltway traffic, and, and also some of the most uncomfortable seats you're ever going to find in an arena. All right, so uh, coming in at number two, Tampa Bay Lightning. I uh, got oh, Tampa Bay at number one. three, so it's it's right up there for me. One of the best uh, atmospheres in the league, from everything yeah. I've heard. Win Stanley Cups regularly, should be. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's you know, I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. It's interesting that you know this would be what I would consider one of the more modern teams, right? It's, I mean, I'm old enough to think of the the Lightning as an expansion mm-hmm. team still. Many too. Um. Yet at the same time. They have one piece that is the most traditional hockey piece ever that so many other teams have gone away from. They have the biggest organ in the league by far. <laughs> and they use it. Said. And it's great. Uh, you know, they got those. Um, oh, what do you call those things? Like the lightning rods or whatever. They they run that. Uh, well, Dave, are they not called lightning rods? I, I don't know. I don't know. They make lightning okay. inside. It's it's pretty funky. Oh, those are lightning Tesla rods. coils. Yeah. Yes, Tesla coils. Yeah. Those things. 
yeah, what you said. Man, the the fan base in there was was on point. They were they were all over it. It was they it were, was loud. It was exciting. Um, on point. It wasn't the playoffs, seen... so they let me in because I'm Canadian. Yeah, I was say because you're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, we had a, we had a great time there. Great time there. I will say this: they're on point, but I have not seen a fan base leave a building quicker. Does that speak well of the design of the building? <laughs> Maybe, maybe it does. You know what? I take that back. Oh, man. Have you ever been in a place where you, you just want to get the heck out and you can't because it's bottlenecked so bad? Yeah, oh, every yeah. day I leave work. Yeah. You know, giant stadium was like that. Yeah. All right. So um, last but not least, our number one, if you've been keeping track and uh, writing down on your scorecard, you know who this is going to be. The Nashville Predators. All right. Number one spot. Nice. I've been there. And With then, an unbelievable 4.86 score on our fanfare metric. And I think, well, I would say at one time a lot had to do with pricing in the neighborhood. But then there was a time where, you know, you I think, or the shock that you can go to Nashville and see a packed house. And I know at one time it used to be like 50-50. All the Blackhawk fans would come down and it'd be 50-50. But I think there's a lot of solid uh, hockey fans in Nashville. and. You know, being a Devils fan, that was the city they were going to take the team to after they won their first cup. So we hated Nashville. We didn't want to see that. So when I finally went down, I was like, man, this is like the perfect neighborhood, live music. That it is right downtown, right? Right at the edge of that. What's the big drag there in uh... Broadway? Yeah, Broadway. So yeah. live music all day long. Um, I think think that part of town is getting a little bit pricey. It's becoming kind of a little bit too... Uh, too ritzy like it used to be yeah it's the hot city now right the hot city now but i tell you the arena and then that was one of the first arenas that i saw this social area uh up above one of the area they had cut this viewing section uh they opened up the uh the con the top concourse uh you know at one of the ends and i just thought that was one of the greatest things ever i was like oh man i've never seen that before so i had a blast there i, I had a great time and like i said great Great location, great, you know, easy to get to. Uh, even if uh, you're driving in, you know, find a, get there a little early and, and take in the festivities, uh, you know. But, yeah, it, I, I could see it in the top five. I don't know if I'd put a number one, but, yeah, I'm not shocked. I'm not too shocked. I, I had Nashville at number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that they really, when they, because there's another team that went into bankruptcy. And I feel that they really turned the corner with their new ownership. And they started treating each game like an event. And Smashville. Yeah, Smashville, the yellow carpet. Um, they do this big thing. They have. I'm not huge on hockey cheerleaders, but they, they do a big thing. You, you know, you walk the yellow carpet and you high five all the cheerleaders coming in. I mean, the kids love that stuff. Uh, kind of makes sense in Nashville. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they really tapped into like the local you know they have a plethora of celebrities there right so they really tapped into that uh, they could they could do you know a who's who of singing the national anthem right uh when mike fisher was there of course they had they had carrie underwood there like all the time uh but yeah it it really like another one that surprised me how how great the fan base was uh but i don't think it was always like that i don't think it was like that you know coming out of the gate you know, 
No, I think it took a while. I think you're I right. Think it, I think it took a while. And once they started treating it like an event and embracing, you know, the Nashville-ness of it. And, and you know, they obviously, they, well, maybe not obvious, but they play way more country music at that game than any other game that I've been to, for sure. Uh, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, anywhere. There's and Nashville's playing... They're playing Nashville music, and uh, yeah, I again, I had a blast too. Uh, I, really, really surprising. Um, it was number two on my list for a long time, and maybe that's just like recency bias because I went to Tampa after Nashville. I went to Vegas after, you know, Nashville, and and you know, maybe that, those are the really the only reasons that those two made it a little higher than than Nashville did. All right. Well, that concludes our rankings. Hope you enjoyed our our recap. And if you take out all the extra stuff we talked, we kept it kind of short. So, <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us. So, uh, let's wrap things up. Dan, where did where can our listeners follow you on the social medias? You follow me on the social medias, pissing off indie wrestlers that can't do a damn thing about it. At Dan Law eighty three. You're totally. You're, I'm sh- telling you, shut up. When I read your stuff, man, I can just see you with that smirk on your face and just like, hey, come that's on, the, reel them in, reel them in. That's the thing. You <laughs> can see the smirk. Everyone else is like, seriously, I'm just sitting there going, hey. Troll central, right? Uh, yeah. not, 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 not entirely troll. I was deadly serious. But then I'm <laughs> like, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to have fun with him. Yeah. And and I know he was having fun with me back. That's why I was like, <laughs> uh, it, you know, except for the homophobes, they they're my troll. So Dan Law, eighty three. Oh, I did, did I not say Dan Law eighty three? Yeah, I think you did, but then we uh took a little bit. Dan so. Law eighty three. All right, Mark, where can our listeners follow you? You got any plans coming for the upcoming couple of weeks? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing the next couple of weeks. I uh, I had some some minor things planned but i got uh i got some prior commitments with the wife and friends here in town uh, i may check out the lebanon leprechauns uh the basketball league just because it's not too far and uh we'll, we'll see what they can provide in forms of entertainment i'll shoot some videos you can check that out at the ballpark hunter on twitter and on my youtube page uh, i got new content there every monday and thursdays Nice. And Dave, where can our listeners follow you and what you got on the agenda? Uh, not too much on the agenda. I might stop in again uh, to do the review of the Toronto Blue Jays, which has sort of been pushed off. Uh, but Wednesday, this Wednesday, hit up our very first obstructive views about lacrosse. So premiering, we got a special premiere of our, our Albany Firewolves obstructive views on the stadium journey youtube channel uh but other than that you could follow me at profan9 on twitter and instagram and as for myself uh, you can follow my stadium journeys on twitter or instagram at puckman ri where am i heading this is the uh just a couple of weeks i got off now that college sports just finished for me being a pa for a baseball team a college baseball team in the northeast was interesting Half of my games got postponed or canceled outright. So that was interesting. Uh, the Brockton Rock Summer College Ball starts up for me in three weeks. So in the meantime, where am I going? 
Well, we were we kind of left the weekends open and unplanned because we were hoping that the Providence Bruins would go on this nice Calder Cup run and maybe we would follow them to a couple games on the road as they advance. But uh, they're down 2-0 in a best-of-five series, so they could be done tomorrow night. So we'll see. So I uh, may hit a Woosocks game or two in the coming weekends. Might hit up. We may go away for a weekend. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up, so we may go up to Portland. That's kind of been our tradition in the last few years. So we might hit up the Sea Dogs, but who knows? Follow me on uh, at Puckman RI and see where I end up, because I don't know yet. And remember that you can find all of our stadium reviews, news items, and other feature stories on our website, stadiumjourney.com. Follow us on our social media channels. Find us at Stadium Journey. Makes, kind of, makes sense, doesn't it? You can find audio versions of the Stadium Journey podcast by searching HIAC Talk Radio Network wherever you look for your favorite podcast. And if you'd rather watch the, vid- watch the podcast and listen to it, go to our YouTube page. Find us all there. And if you want to be part of our live studio audience, every other Tuesday night, 7 Eastern at danlaw.tv. We will all get together again in two weeks. That is May 16th. We will be joined by Heather Shy from the Ocean State Center for Independent Living. We're going to talk about a pretty interesting topic, accommodations at sporting events. Could be an interesting discussion. So as always, thanks everyone for joining us. Thank you for your support. For Dan, Mark, and Dave, this is Paul wishing you all safe travels and close games. Hope to see you on the road real soon. Be safe out there.